as I see you, I want to thank you for joining. And I want to thank you also for sharing. You're very welcome to our podcast. Named You're Not Alone. Yes, we'll be talking about prayers. And, and today again, I want to go back into that uh, into that area where we started. Um, what has hope got to do with prayer? to do with prayer. I spoke to you about faith, why we need faith in prayer. It's important we have to have faith because without faith we cannot work with God. Um, without faith we can work with God. And because of that, we cannot mention faith without not being able to mention hope. What you see is not hope. What you don't see is not as hope. So, why do you hope for what you see? Why do you hope for what you see? Because what you see is not hope. But what you don't see, what you are assured of, is what you say is hope. So there is no way we can pray, there's no way we can nail down or we can stand up and begin to communicate with God without being hopeful. It is true, life doesn't go as planned and chances are um, this year have thrown some unexpected curve almost your way this past month and maybe you are facing the possibility of dealing with more storms on the horizon. So you and I need to prepare with a signal of prayers for hope when these unexpected circumstances arises. When our faith begins to waver, we can see God and petitioning with honest prayer. God knows we're not perfect, yet He have us as unlimited grace and mercy. But when we need reassurance, anxiety will come and fear can quickly overwhelm us. It can quickly overwhelm us. But it doesn't have to. We can overcome the feeling of hopelessness. Panicking doesn't help. Worrying, as a matter of fact, makes it worse. It makes it worse. So instead of panicking, we go into prayer. Because the Bible says unto us, we should hold on to him, we should cast our burden on him. And it's only God. Prayer reminds us of God's control over our lives. Prayer refocuses us on God's goodness and loving kindness. That's what prayer do. So hope is powerful and increase our faith as we recognize the ways God is for us and loves us. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 to 19 says, Paul declared there and said, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe in him and in the world. So as you pray for hope, meditate on God's word. Remind yourself of God's word. Remember what the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, when it says, Let us hold 
unswervingly to the hope who prophesies. For he who promised is faithful. If I should stand there alone, I can keep I can keep on with that. For he who promised is faithful. In other words, the only one who promised and faithful is God. God is the only faithful one. None is faithful but God. As a matter of fact, while we are faithless, the Bible says He's faithful. So the only thing we have to hold on to and all hell break loose when it seems as if we don't know where we're going or what we're going to do, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. To that hope that you profess, hold on to it because God's promise never fails. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That's what chapter 40, verse 31 of the book of Isaiah tells us. Now, if that's what you believe in, that alone can become a major, major effect, protective gear for you. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Are you weak? You can renew your strength. And yeah, you better believe it. You can renew your strength by trusting in God and by hoping that God is able to do what He says He will do. That's what the good thing about this that God never fails. Whatever He says He will do, exactly that He did. And remember what the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says I shared that with you a couple of days ago. And the Bible says that for I know. The plan God have for you, declare the Lord. Plans to prosper you, to prosper you, and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Some part of the Bible says expected end. Hope is what you expect that you don't see. Now, if this is the promise of God, then we can claim it. Because this promise Jeremiah revealed here, was actually made to the Israelites when they were in bondage. He knew what he wants to do with them. So this is why I say to you, the only person who knows what he wants to do with your life is God. Nobody else knows. Nobody else knows. The only one who knows that is a gentleman is God. And that's why he says, I know. Your teacher don't know. Your pastor don't know. Your parents don't know. Only God knows. <laughs> Only God knows. In the book of Psalms 33, verse 18 says, But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, and also on those who hope in his unfailing love. Do you truly believe that God has unfailing love? Of course you should believe it. Because one of the things that never fails is God's love, God's mercy, God's kindness, God's favor. But the Bible says that the Lord God loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that he shall not believe in him, shall be saved. So this is where you will know that hope becomes an oxygen in prayer. You cannot afford to lose hope if you lose everything. No, you cannot. I, I was talking to an individual who was sentenced uh, a couple of years ago for some kind of uh, an issue um, that I'm not ready to mention. And this person tells me 
and develop my faith while in prison. And I was hopeful that God would get me out. He said, as a matter of fact, the year they gave him was Scott reduced when he appeared before um, the, the group section of uh, probation officers. And he, he, got, he got a deal that cut his, his sentence in, in half. He says, because I was hopeful. Don't you think sometimes God will put us in a position that we can trust Him? Don't forget those positions. Oh, we've all been there. Where God put us in a place that is uncomfortable because He needed to talk to us. He needed us to know that He loves us, He cares for us. He will put us there. The Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 5, And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our heart. Through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Hope does not disappoint. Do you have hope? You must have hope. You cannot live without hope. Neither can you do anything without hope. You need hope as much as I also need hope. Yes, we are going to find ourselves in a hopeless situation. But the reality of all this is that. God is going to give us hope. And it's not a God that can give you that. It is a gift from God. But you must keep on asking God not to forget you, to remember you, to show you favor. Look, as for God's plan, it's certain. God's plan never miss. Whatever God says he will do, that exactly God will do. There's never been a time that God says, I'm going to do this and then he changes his mind. The only time he changes his mind is you have done something that altered that promise. Like the one he made to Eli. He said to Eli that forever and ever your children, your generation will stand before me to minister to me. But when the sons of Eli began to do what is even in the sight of God, they broke that promise. So God said, it is true that I make that promise, but I reverse it. The only time that God will reverse this is when we have done something that is against the will of God. And when we do something to alter that, and it angers God. You must have hope. You must have hope. So I'll leave you with this. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by power. Of his Holy Spirit. That is the book of Romans 15, verse 13. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing.